Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association. Missouri produces wood pallets, railroad ties, white oak barrels, hardwood floors, and more. Details on the variety of products made in the state are at ChooseWood.com. It's Monday, November 28th. This is The Gateway. I'm Wayne Pratt. As climate change fuels more frequent droughts, it's hard to count the ways this historically dry year is wreaking havoc. In the Great Plains, widespread drought has dried up lakes and rivers, decimated harvests, and left cattle with no grass to eat. It's everybody. It's everybody. There's no one excluded from it. Everybody's having that hard choices. We will examine how this year's drought has changed life throughout the Great Plains in just a few minutes. Collegiate School for Medicine and Bioscience students return to in-person learning today. It shares a building with Central Visual and Performing Arts High School. Both have been closed since last month's shooting at CVPA. Students had shifted to online learning for a few weeks. St. Louis Public Schools leaders have not decided when in-person classes will resume at Central Visual and Performing Arts. Jenna Elementary students are headed to new schools today. They have new assignments after the Hazelwood School District closed Jana because of radioactive contamination concerns. St. Louis Public Radio's Kate Grumke reports. Hazelwood is splitting the Jana students between five elementary schools, and most of the students are getting new teachers. It's not what parents were hoping for. Deborah Triggs says her two kids have been very upset about leaving their teachers, especially her fifth grader whose teacher helped him improve his grades a lot this year. She's just an excellent teacher, and he's devastated. He was crying the other day, and he doesn't want to leave her. And I had to re-explain and comfort them again. On the bright side, Tig says both of her sons will have some friends from Jana in their new classes. I'm Kate Grumke, St. Louis Public Radio. The accrediting body for Harris-Stowe State University has placed the school on notice. The Higher Learning Commission has informed the university it is at risk of not being in compliance because of unclear metrics for student academic outcomes and graduation rates. The evaluation comes after a five-year review by the commission. University President Latonya Collins-Smith says her focus on student achievement and retention should keep the university accredited. We are a resilient community. We will continue to be a beacon of light. There are some areas of concern that we all have to work collectively together to address. The commission will review the university's improvement plan in February 2024. Transit officials in the St. Louis region hope another round of service cuts will be the last for a while. St. Louis Public Radio's Rachel Lippman has more on those changes which take effect today. Metro has struggled to retain bus drivers. It is currently short 191 operators. That means bus routes are often missed or buses don't arrive at stops at the expected time. In an effort to match its service level to the number of drivers, Metro will indefinitely suspend the 71 Patterson-Redmond route in North County. 18 other routes will run less often and two will end service at 8 p.m. Metro's interim director, Charles Stewart, says the new reductions should match up service levels with the number of drivers available. It's something we have to do. We have to be able to provide reliable service. Also today, Blue Line Metrolink trains will resume trips to the Fairview Heights station in Illinois. I'm Rachel Lippman, St. Louis Public Radio. Gas prices in the St. Louis region have dropped more than 11.5 cents a gallon in the past week. GasBuddy's weekly survey of more than 980 stations shows the average price 
is $3.10. That's more than 28 cents cheaper than a month ago and about 4 cents lower than this time last year. Gas Buddy says prices in the Metro East range from $3.39 to $3.89 a gallon. They are hovering around $3.20 a gallon in Rolla, and prices run between $3.28 and $3.75 a gallon in the Quincy area. Drought now covers more than half the continental U.S., and its ripple effects touch everything from food to air and water. There's not much relief in sight for the Great Plains. For Harvest Public Media, David Condos reports. It's cattle auction day at the La Crosse Livestock Market in west-central Kansas. In a non-stop parade, thousands of giant animals trot through one gate and out the other from morning till nightfall. This is a common scene here in the heart of Great Plains cattle country. But what's unusual is just how many calves, heifers, and cows are packed into these pens. We're at 390 cows so far. Typically, it'd be half that much. Market owner Frank Seidel says the auction has sold roughly 12,000 more cattle this year than last. So why are so many ranchers clamoring to thin their herds? Drought, one of the worst on record. It's dried up grazing pastures across the state, leaving cattle with no grass to eat. Seidel says he's never seen it so bad. It's everybody, it's everybody. There's no one excluded from it. Everybody's having that, hard choices. Cattle producers from Texas to Montana face those same hard choices. And because so many have to sell their cattle months or even years ahead of schedule, there will be a shortage next year, which will mean higher beef prices at the grocery store. In the hallways outside the auction, rancher after rancher tells the story. I had to sell off my calves in August. Everybody's dealing with shortage of feed. It's dry has been since 1955 I was here. <laughs> G.W. Johnston sold 52 of his cattle here today because there's no grass left on his land. Out of 60 years since I've been in the business, I've never run into it this bad. As climate change fuels more frequent, more intense droughts, it's hard to count all the ways this historically dry, hot, windy year is wreaking havoc. Just ask the person whose job it is to keep track, the National Drought Mitigation Center's Denise Gutzmer. I'm just swamped. <laughs> it just feels like my days never end. Deadly wildfires, choking dust storms, decimated harvests. In Missouri, the drought is cracking home foundations. In Minnesota, it's killing Christmas trees. Low water levels have shut down a hydroelectric plant in Iowa and stranded barges on the Mississippi River. When declining water levels at an Oklahoma City lake threatened drinking water for more than one million people, the city had to bring in billions of gallons from a reservoir 100 miles away. And as farmers pump more water from underground to make up for a lack of rain, some areas consider new irrigation limits. Nate Jenkins with the Natural Resources District in southwest Nebraska says it's a tough ask, but a year like this highlights the need to conserve. When it gets this hot and dry and windy, you know, I think some people kind of shake their head and say, Jesus, this is getting kind of ridiculous, isn't it? When's it going to stop? That is the question on people's minds across the Great Plains as this drought barrels toward the new year and a rare triple dip La Nina weather pattern is set to deliver a drier than average winter. On his family farm in southwest Kansas, Alex Miller-Shasky crouches next to a row of tiny wheat plants, no taller than the average lawn. Harsh, relentless winds batter the seedlings with dry, dusty dirt, surrounding some of them with small sand dunes. Just imagine yourself as a wheat plant planted in the ground, getting hit in the face all day by that sand. But it's so dry. He says the last time this field got a good rain was May. 
of last year. His family's most recent harvest was the worst in at least five decades, and the prospects for this new crop look discouraging. Nationwide, winter wheat is in the poorest condition it's ever been on record, as the war in Ukraine and extreme weather around the world continue to fuel global food shortages. Miller Shasky picks up one of the seedlings and shields it from the wind. A short, scraggly root dangles below. These baby plants are holding on, for now, barely. But if his farm doesn't get some relief from the dry, windy conditions, they're not going to make it. It just kind of sucks because you're doing your best you can <laughs> and, you know, nothing's really working. But, you know, you just kind of got to cry through it and wait for the better days. For the Kansas News Service and Harvest Public Media, I'm David Condos in Gray County, Kansas. Yeah, that's pretty bad. Excarat Nunez and Elizabeth Rembert contributed to this report, a collaboration between Harvest Public Media and the Kansas News Service. The Gateway is a production of St. Louis Public Radio, a listener-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Wayne Pratt. Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association, committed to conservation and careful management of the state's forests to make them more resilient and better habitats for wildlife. Choosewood.com.